right, are you ready? Just repeat after me. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. I believe God's word. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hearer. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same after hearing God's word. I am being transformed by the ever-living, uncompromising, never-changing, ever-powerful word of God. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Everybody believing, everybody serving, everybody giving. Amen. Remain standing if you would. Father, we need you as always. None of me and all of you. And so we take control over the atmosphere in the name of Jesus. And we bind the enemy. Uh, you will not hinder this word from going forth in Jesus' name. So we plead the blood of Jesus in this house. We plead the blood of Jesus over the airways in Jesus' name. We thank you that we have authority in the earth realm. And so we give you praise, God, for the power of the word of God. Touch every person, every family, every life in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Uh, Philippians chapter number four, two verses. I'm going to be reading verses eight and nine in the New Living Translation. Philippians chapter number four. The word of the Lord. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. So far, the scripture, you may be seated if you can. Amen. So we're um, starting a new series today. It'll be a three-week series that I want to deal with some things that God's put on my heart uh, entitled Unhealthy Mindsets. Unhealthy Mindsets will be kind of our uh, focal point for the next three weeks. And today's message is entitled uh, Purposeful Thinking. Everybody say purposeful. Purposeful thinking. And so we're going to uh, articulate, we, we pray, the mind of God in this area. And uh, I already uh, have been really seeking the Lord pretty earnestly about this because, um, as Joyce Meyer would say, uh, as the mind goes, the man follows. Of course, that's man or woman, of course. And so we've got to make sure that we do something about our thinking. Our thinking controls our behavior. We think first, and then we act. Consequently, we must take authority over our thought life if we want to have any level of success. 
This entire series is about identifying and overcoming unhealthy mindsets. It is anecdotal and draws from the scriptures to know how God expects us to think. Today's message is about purposeful thinking. Overcoming unhealthy mindsets begin with well thought through, intentionally initiated, decisive thinking. You have to care about what your mind is both pondering and embracing. Choosing to do what God tells us to think about will ensure we are pleasing God and displaying the mind of Christ. So we have to understand that God does not leave our thinking or what we're supposed to be thinking about to chance. He does not leave it up to us. He, he tell, listen, he tells us how to think. And as I say many times, we have to really want this. When we are coming to the house of God, when we are listening to the word of God, when we are in our prayer time, when we are studying, listen, we have to want to be right. This stuff just doesn't happen upon you. It doesn't just fall out of the sky. We have to make the decision to walk with God at a high level. And of course, Paul's letter to the Philippians, as we've read, is both encouraging and instructional. And he is writing this letter from prison. Most scholars believe that he was writing from Rome when he wrote this, and he sent uh, a colleague of his, uh, Epaphroditus, to deliver uh, the letter. No email back then, no texting, <laughs> no uh, United States Postal Service, so he had to actually have somebody hand deliver the message. And by Paul's own testimony, he loved this particular church um, in a special kind of way. He had a special kind of love uh, for the church at Philippi. And I don't have time to articulate all of it, but just start at um, chapter one and see all the things that he said about that church and you find that out. And so Paul tells them, listen now, he tells them to think of others better than themselves as Christ did. Now, I could preach the next four hours on that right there. We're living in a world, especially in America, that uh, we think our individual rights trump, no pun intended, everything else that is important to God as far as kingdom citizens. Listen, somebody else is more important than you. And if we don't think about this, if we don't take the time to literally think about what we're saying, what we're thinking, what we are pondering, what we are taking in, what we are embracing, we're going to say something we have no business saying. And the Apostle Paul reminds this church, he tells them to do everything without complaining or arguing. Hello? and to live clean lives. He reminds them and us not to, put, not to put too much confidence in our worldly accolades and to value knowing Christ above all of those things. 
So he gives his testimony to some extent. He, he talks about who he is and he was born of the tribe of Benjamin and he was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. He was a Pharisee. He was a doctor of the law. Paul was a, a, an important person uh, in that dispensation, if you will, in, uh, as a doctor of the law. And what did he say? He said, listen now, listen to me. He said all those things, being a Hebrew of the Hebrew, being a, a doctor of the law, all the accolades, listen, uh, being born a, a true Jew of the tribe of Benjamin. I count them all as doo-doo. <laughs> now that's the O'Neill translation. But I need you to hear this. Listen, all the things that we have. Listen, I, I've got a doctorate degree from Duke University, Duke Divinity School. I've got three or four degrees. I've done a bunch of stuff, but I count them as doo-doo. When I ponder how important it is to attain citizenship in heaven and what Christ has done for me. And Paul is our example. He tells us, listen, don't, don't put too much confidence in the flesh. And we got too much flesh on parade in America. And all these admonitions affirm, listen now, how we should think about life as he concludes his letter with our text, he says, listen, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Uh, there's a principle out there that I'm going to articulate. Most of you have heard this before. It's kind of a colloquialism, if you will. Uh, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Uh, well, that, that's a statement that says we all should have some level of a personal core value, a personal worldview. And if you are a Christian, if you claim to serve Jesus, you have got to get your core values from the word of God. And God's word tells us how to think. He tells us what's right and wrong. He's, he tells us what to embrace and what to reject. Jesus set his mind and his heart to do the Father's will. Listen now, no matter what he encountered. See, we got too much double-mindedness going on. I'm one way in the church. We love to uh -huh, call your name. It's something we cannot explain. But then when we go to work, we got some other words coming out of our mouth. When we get around unbeliever, we, unbelievers, we acquiesce to the, the spirit of this age. I'm reminded that Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed of you before my father. So we got to draw some lines in the sand, if you will. Hey, come on now, I'm talking about unhealthy mindsets. We've got to get rid of everything that is counterintuitive, that is counterproductive, that is counter to what the word of God says. If you are a Christian, listen. God doesn't leave your thinking in your hands. 
Christians are to put on the mind of Christ and demonstrate his thoughts through us. So when you get ready to click return or enter or post or when you're in a conversation, all of these things have to be filtered through what the word of God says and how we're supposed to think. Instead of thinking godly thoughts and displaying the fruit of the Spirit, many are allowing the world to dictate their thinking. And my question is, is that you? Whoa, it got quiet right there. Got quiet. Is that you? Are you allowing the world systems to dictate how you operate in the world, in your daily life, when you are around those that need to know the reason for the hope that lies in you. I want to put something in our minds today because if this thing doesn't come in overnight, over the course of time, the spirit of antichrist, it leans in on our thinking and, and we will just go with the flow if we're not paying attention. And these mindsets are demonic. They come from Satan himself. And he pushes. And if we're not careful, we will embrace the things that God is not pleased with. Listen, the world, listen, is negative, quarrelsome, and worrisome. And all of these are unhealthy mindsets. So if you are in love with these types of attributes, listen to me now, you are carnal and hurting the cause of Christ. Jesus doesn't need any secret agents. The Bible says, let all that name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And when we hear these words, sometimes we think uh, adultery, fornication, all of that, all the fleshly kinds of things. But I believe uh, just as important as those things, we got to get our minds right. We got to stop thinking about all this stuff that the world is so keen on doing. Negative means the expression of criticism or pessimism about something. You ever, ever been around somebody that always sees the glass half empty? Always got something wrong? Always seeing something bad? <laughs> That's the spirit of this age. Why is that? Because the devil is the accuser of the brethren. So he's always looking to accuse us of something. <laughs> and there's, there's plenty of, of, of material. Because most of us got issues. <laughs> so he'll point to those things. But we don't have to embrace it. Negativity. Quarrelsome is an angry argument or disagreement. I'm all up in all y'all's Kool-Aid right now. And we've got to get rid of these unhealthy mindsets. Worrisome is simply causing anxiety or concern. Some people are just worrisome. <laughs> See, all y'all got a picture in your mind of who I'm talking about right now. 
Listen, if we think true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable thoughts, listen, the unhealthy ones go away. It's hard to be critical when you're always worshiping God. It's really hard to pay attention and to critique everybody when you're praying in the Holy Ghost and praying all day long. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Listen, we can learn to screen all our thoughts through the filter of what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Now, here is something that we can take and, and, and get some practical application out of. Listen to me now. If a thought violates any of these, it disqualifies itself from remaining in your mind. See, I'm dealing with some mindsets right now. I, I pray that you're hearing uh, and, and the, the quietness and the lack of amens uh, is because you're pondering what God is dealing with us about. All of us have these issues. There's no indictment on one person and not the next one. It's, it's not your brother. It's not your sister. It's me, oh Lord. And this message has come to me first, and I made some decisions even this weekend that I got to give up some of this stuff that's taken up time in and space in my brain. I'm putting Facebook in the wind here. I'm going to go on there maybe to find out if y'all messaging me. But other than that, all this like here, all this stuff like this. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I got to give that up. It's not that I'm looking at pornography or anything like that, but I'm looking at all this stuff, and it's not productive. It's an unhealthy mindset. And we've been programmed to get up in the morning. Let me see what's going on. Let me see what they say. Let me see how, what happened at the party. We've been programmed to embrace these unhealthy. It doesn't mean that, that you are sinning. It means that it's a weight. And the Bible says lay aside the sin and the weights that does so easily hold us back. And so I'm asking you, listen, any thought that violates any of these things, it disqualifies itself. From remaining in your mind. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit empowers us and reminds us to think God's thoughts. Here's what we got to do. 2 Corinthians 10, we know this. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. 
So every thought, listen, every thought that comes to our mind, we've got to judge that thing against what God says. So before you open your mouth, you've got to judge it. Before you press enter, you've got to judge it. <laughs> before you get in the conversation, we've got to judge it. Listen now. When you are about to post on social media, it must pass, this is something that I made up, it must pass the godly thoughts test, the GTT. Now, 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 I'm telling you now, this is how this works. When, when you have a prophetic pastor, listen, when you get ready to hit enter this afternoon, you're going to hear my voice, but it's going to be the Holy Ghost. It's not going to be me. It's going to be a Holy Spirit. Because you're going to hear in your spirit, GTT. Come on now. Godly thought test. Listen, here's how we can, we can know what's up. It, listen, it might be true. What you're about to say might be true. But that's not the only test. It might be true, but is it pure and lovely? Am I in the right church today? Are y'all listening to me online? It might be true. Well, I don't care. That's the truth anyhow. I speak the truth. Yeah, that's not the only criteria. It might be true, but is it pure and lovely? It might be correct, but is it honorable and admirable? So what we have to do, we have to think about, listen, what I'm about to say, what I'm about to post, what will it produce? Will it produce unity or will it produce strife and contention? Yes, yes. Will it bring the body of Christ together or will it separate us and divide us? Will it cause more arguments or will we be in agreement as to the will of God being done in the earth? As Jesus told us to pray, thy will be done as it is in heaven, let it be done in earth. Jesus was purposeful in his thinking. In other words, he thought about everything he said. It had purpose associated with it. So we have to abandon, listen, we have to abandon our unhealthy mindsets in favor of godly ones. And I'm just saying, this ain't going to be no easy thing. I'm just saying, this is not going to be easy because we've been lulled into a mindset. And let me, let me for all you smart people out there that, that are watching me in here and watching me online, we can make the Word of God say whatever we want to. So I am binding that spirit in Jesus' name to try to justify ungodliness and demonic flow in Jesus' name. We justify it. Well, the Bible says, speak the truth in love. But see, we have forgot about the in love part. Speak truth to power. Okay, when you and President Biden have a meeting, then you speak what you need. If you're not talking to him directly, you need to shut up. Ooh, I hit something right there, didn't I? 
The Bible doesn't tell us to criticize. The Bible tells us to pray. And all y'all Biden fans, it was the same when Trump was in office. We have got to be the body of Christ. We are not supposed to do the things that the world does. We're arguing and fussing and fighting and dividing one another. We got to get a grip. Jesus is not pleased with this stuff. And we got to change the way we think to the lake of fire, wanting to be right so bad that you got to get somebody on your side. Whatsoever things are true, but they got to be lovely. Whatsoever things are correct, but they got to be admirable. They, they, they got to bring a, a unity. The Bible says, think about somebody else more than yourself. I'm just saying, Brother Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and listen, listen, let me to warn you, it's not going to happen by itself. The Holy Ghost is going to deal with you, but you got to obey. You've you got to have a desire to be right with God so that we won't allow ourselves just to run amok with a bunch of foolishness. In our contemporary world, listen now, people may forget what you say but they will never forget how you made them feel. Whether that's shame, embarrassment, stupidity, or ignorance, they won't forget how you made them feel. Or maybe you, you made them feel valued and loved and appreciated. And liberated. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Paul says, fix your thoughts on these things. That means think about these things and run everything that you're about to say, do, think, ponder, meditate on through those things. And if, it's, if it doesn't fit, then 2 Corinthians 10 comes into play. Casting down every imagination, not just some of them. Well, I'm going to let that slide because I really like that. No, no, every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought unto the obedience of Christ. So he doesn't let you off the hook. You got to bring every thought right on in. It's got to pass the GTT. Come on now. Jesus said, come on, music team, come and help me. Now see, some of the things that Jesus says, we just skim right over And he was making a point. He said, listen now. If your eye causes you to sin, he said, pluck it out. 
Now, I don't believe Jesus is wanting us to mutilate ourselves. But I think the point is, if there's anything in your life that you know is causing you to sin, you need to get rid of it. And you need to want to please him bad enough to sacrifice whatever it is that you're dealing with. That's what Jesus is saying. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It's better to enter into life with one eye than to go into hell whole. Now see, we, we, yeah, 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 big a deal. Yes, it's a big deal. So if you can't handle being on Facebook, get off of it. If you can't control yourself tweeting, stop tweeting. Get off of Twitter. And that goes for all the rest of them too. There's a thousand of them now. Snapchatting, Instagram, TikTok. <laughs> I've, been, I've been thinking about TikToking myself. Really, I'm, I'm thinking about it. And it's going to be the word of God. And it's going to be the authority that I, and the weight that I carry. Ain't going to be no foolishness. I ain't trying to make nobody laugh. I'm trying to make us get under conviction. That's what I need. That's what the Holy Ghost is trying to help us up in here. So if y'all see me on TikTok, <laughs> I'm ticking and talking. Come on. <laughs> but I take this word very, very seriously. Uh, this, this is not a game to me. There's some other stuff that I could do. I can make a living another way. I'm a pretty bright guy. I got some skills if I need to use them. I'm doing this because I have been constrained. I have been called. I've been anointed and appointed to do what I'm doing. And God has placed me in the kingdom for such a time as this to speak the truth in the name of Jesus. That he might call all of us to repentance. Listen. The only way to destroy these unhealthy mindsets is to make a decision yes. and appropriate the power of God in our lives. Yes. Come on, let's stand on our feet. I want to pray. We're going to sing the song in a minute. You know, I'm 61, and I've lived long enough to remember a whole different paradigm in terms of church. And I'm not saying everything was perfect. The, the, the times and the seasons are driven by the purposes of God, and God uh, understands seasons and times. He, he gets that. Not that he is necessarily ordaining everything, but he knows how human beings are. And I remember a time, and I, I've mentioned this before, I remember a time when just about everything was a sin. Just, just about. I mean, it seemed like. The only thing that we felt comfortable doing almost was eating and 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 see 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 here here's the mindset here's the unhealthy mindset the people who 
uh, would never even consider fornicating or committing adultery, which is great. You shouldn't do that. Shouldn't lie. Shouldn't steal. None of that. But listen, gluttony's in the Bible too. And, and, and it's not, it's, it, we can't pick and choose which sin. I don't smoke and I don't chew and I don't run around with those that do. Uh, excuse my 400 pounds, I'm sorry. Really? What is that? That is a lack of restraint. And I thought the one of the Attributes of the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. My wife is on a little journey. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no, she's on a little weight loss journey. And we've got a, we've got a, a retreat coming up. And uh, I thought now, I got to be able to get in my speedos. Now y'all know better than that. But I'm trying to go with her, trying to lose a little weight. I've been working out real hard. Amen. But it takes self-control because I want to eat up the whole city of Muncie. Y'all laugh, but y'all feeling me on this. That's what self-control is. When we, when we want to deal with our unhealthy mindsets, what will happen, and I'm giving you a lesson here, what happened is, is the Holy Ghost will speak on the inside. But you know what? He doesn't usually scream. It's usually this still little small voice that says, that's enough. And he can say, that's enough to eat he can say that's enough when you get ready to press enter, when you get ready to post. No, you need to back up and erase that sentence right there. Because that's not lovely. That's not admirable. That's not of a good report. So we got to deal with this. And one of the issues that I believe most of us struggle with, maybe struggles a too hard of a term for all of us in this room, but I'll say it anyway. Um, this whole idea of self-control, we've got to get a grip. We've got to get a handle. I made a decision. Now, I can't make anybody do it, but I made a decision that our church, Destiny Christian Center International, we're going to start fasting more. Yeah. Fasting and prayer. And as I say this, even being led by the Holy Ghost, my flesh is saying, no, no, no. Because I like me some eating. But you know what? These kind don't come out but by prayer and fasting. Whatever your these kind is. So sometimes we got to push our plate back. Sometimes we got to, listen, we've got to want it bad enough to give up some stuff. So I, am I in the right church today? I just want you to understand that God is calling us closer. He's calling us closer. Because the body of Christ, I hate to even say it, but the body of Christ pretty much looks just like the world. 
that's not how it's supposed to be. So we got to get rid of all this minutia that we're thinking about and whatever contributes to that. To that. So we're going to sing a little song and we're going to get in agreement and I'm going to pray a prayer for everybody. And we're all going to pray together, but I'm going to lead it. But I want, I want us to hear these words and go ahead and sing with the praise team because it's our own personal prayer. This is a prayer of consecration right here. Come on, sing it. Everybody sing, holiness, come on, here it is, holiness, yes, is what you want from me, come on, let's pray it by faith, from the top, one more time, everybody, holiness, holiness, yes, God, holiness, what I long for, is what I long for, holiness, holiness, what I need. What I need. Holiness. 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 It's what you want. It's what you want. 